0: I feel extremely lucky to
1: to be here with
0: all of you fighting for justice,
1: for
2: equality,
0: for the right for us to
1: equally exist in this country.
2: There were 329 uprisings, 157 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that.
0: We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally
2: liberate ourselves.
3: But their children were saved. And their children's
2: children. Generations were saved by one decision. One, one person, decision. Changing one the world person, but changing the world can happen anywhere and anyone can do it. The question is, what will the world look like? After you change it. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Public Access America. My name is Jason, and I was just having some fun with my archive today and my iPad, and I I made a clip show, and I wanted to share it with you because it's some great people, some great moments, and some good times, good conversations. You can find Public Access America on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, the Stitcher Smart Radio app, Radio Public, and more. Uh, We are hosted on Red Circle. If you would like to create a podcast and build your audience while you earn incentives, Red Circle might be the way to do this. So what I did was I just randomly picked a clip out of the hat, and it was Caitlin, our friend from uh, Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. She was part of the public access family, but we have now since moved Inspirations Beyond Beyond disabilities to its standalone YouTube channel and um, podcast, and all of that. So you can find inspirations beyond disabilities always by searching that. Anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. I don't have to be redundant. You can find Public Access Pod on Twitter and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Hey, check this out. This is Caitlin and I discussing things way back when in just the infant stages of Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. By the way, I did, yes, used to call it the low vision and blind people forum but I have since just called it IBD. So whenever we refer to IBD, just know that's Inspirations Beyond Disabilities. You can find them on Instagram, IBD Podcast on TikTok. Wow, well, I'm getting really good at that. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. Let's get to the show. And my hope is that through these episodes... um people get the understanding and empathy before they actually meet us and then some way down the road they're going to run into a blind person and they're no they're going to know not to touch them they're going to know what to do and I hope I love that so I hope to learn and what I really hope to tell people about right now is your your disability your specific blindness is a t1d blind yes yeah, yes. T1D. What does that what What does t one D blind mean? That's what my note says. <laughs>
3: it's um. It's I have type one diabetes. Okay. Um. And so I didn't have health insurance for about seven years. Mm. Um. So I ended up rationing my insulin because I couldn't afford it. And I was buying it off the streets. Mm. Um. And basically, what happened is I d- was diagnosed with diabetic retinopathy. And then along with that, I uh, was diagnosed with glaucoma and cataracts. So a whole lot of fun going on with my eyes. So I've had six eye surgeries in the past year and a half.
2: Wow. Uh, You have me beat. I'm on five.
3: Wow. I've met people that have had like nine. Wow. And I, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I just, the surgeries are the worst. (laughs) They are the worst. But they got to get done. So, you know, you just got to put yourself through it.
2: I really, I I agree with that. Do you remember, um, wait, how was your, how was your vision problem? How were your vision problems discovered?
3: Um, so I, I recognized before I lost my vision that I was having trouble seeing in dark in like Mm. the dark or just night vision in general. Um, and then like smaller print and things, but I didn't make it a big deal. I was like, ah, whatever. My vision's just not great anymore. Um, And everything was honestly just really normal. I went to bed one night and I woke up the next day and my retina was completely detached in my right eye.
2: Um,
3: Of course, I didn't know that when I woke up. It was just black and it felt like my eye was not physically like connected to me, which is kind of gross. Right, right. And so obviously I called a doctor and I went in immediately and um, Mm. that's when he sat me down and was like, this is what's going on with you.
2: So, Wow. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what that felt like?
3: Yes. Um, so I was living, like I said, I was living in Florida at the time, so I didn't have many friends. I didn't really know a lot of people. Um, and when I went into the doctor, I was by myself. And when he looked at my eyes, I mean, he brought me in the exam room, looked at my eyes for three minutes and brought me back into a different room. Hmm. And he closed the office down and sat, it was at the end of the day anyway, but he sat me down with two texts. And he said, I have to have two conversations with you. One is going to be hopeful and the other one's going to be just scary. Hmm. And um, he said, when I I get patients like you, um, basically, you know, your right eye, we need to do immediate surgery. Your retina is completely detached um, and your left eye is hanging on by a thread. We're going to do what we can to save your left eye. Hmm. Um, And he was like, but usually when I get patients like you, Um, you guys don't make it. Like this could be a potential you're definitely gonna go blind, is what he said by the end of the year, and you could potentially die. And so I'm in tears. Wow. And I'm like, what do we have to do? Like I I don't want to do this. And you know, but in my head, I'm like, I can see fine out of my left eye. Um, so after I had that first eye surgery, I moved right back home to Charlotte. Um, got into a doctor here, they had to do another surgery on my right eye pretty much mm-hmm. immediately and then about a month after I moved home from Florida I just went completely blind in my left eye oh, Wow! and it just happened so quickly like I really thought that my left eye would be able to make it and it right. just didn't happen that way okay so I, yeah I, it was very I, scary
2: I also had a detached retina in my right eye and I they did a a, sur- a surgery where they put a bubble in it to try yeah. and hold it in place where they had buckles and everything and it just it didn't take. I'm really sorry. Wow,
3: I have I have the two oil bubbles in both my eyes, and then mm-hmm. because of the glaucoma, I have a tube in my left eye.
2: Okay, and then the cataracts don't matter. At and then point? yeah,
3: I I have the cataract um, lens in my right eye as okay. of now.
2: Okay, I had that those surgeries too. So yeah, mm.
3: so you yeah you feel the pain on that.
2: <laughs> I do. I I I really am. I have macular degeneration in both eyes, and then because oh. of the lack of pressure. It, right. The, the right, Right. yeah. Is that how it goes with diabetes too? Is that it's a lack of pressure or is there another cause so to that?
3: From what I understand, and I could be wrong, but I, the gist of it is when I was diagnosed with a diabetic retinopathy, the eye surgeries and the eye injections that they give you, because mm-hmm. I was getting eye injections every month on the dot. Um, and that will make the pressure in your eye go up, which is the glaucoma. Okay. And that happened. I mean, I lost complete vision. It's black in my left eye now because of the glaucoma just took over. Okay. Um, and so that's what they had to put the tube in because the the fluid in my eye was not draining. Right. And that's how I developed the glaucoma. And then the cataract, I think just comes along with all of the surgeries, mm-hmm. the pressure. So the milky, vision yeah. is what happened in my right eye so at one point I was like blind blind couldn't mm. see anything uh, but now in my right eye I have a little bit of like you know it's like almost like that tunnel vision like it looks like you're looking through a straw okay um, but it's it's all blurry it's just movements shapes shadows and some colors I can see okay. just out of that right eye mm-hmm. but there's no peripherals no top bottom vision none of that
2: right I did see that uh, you had a TikTok about that. You you're sharing your stories, and, and you're really inspirational on Instagram and TikTok. And so, I, I, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah. it, it was it's really nice to see see uh, people out there, inspirations out there, look, not being prideful and letting ourselves be seen, so that other people can understand that. Yes. But, yes. Do you remember the? This is there's a little bit of negativity to this, but I want people to understand what they're feeling and and how, how when when they discover that a friend or a family member has this disability or has this situation, they feel certain things too. And I'm just wondering what was what was the reaction of the people around you when, I mean, you had to tell people right, and wh- how do how did they react? The good, the bads, the uglies, you know.
3: Um, So in the beginning, um, my family was very supportive. My two sisters came right into town. Um, they, you know, they helped rearrange my closet, my bathroom. They helped me with everything I needed. They would come <laughs> for some of my surgeries, things like that. Um, of course, my mom was driving me. She, I mean, she had to give up her life to drive. When I say I was going to specialists and doctors' appointments five days a week, every single day for months in a row. So, um, and then of course my dad was helping me, you know, when you lose your vision, you lose your job, you, you have no money, you're losing everything. You need rides everywhere. Right. So he was supporting me that way. Um, and then my friends was probably the hardest because, um, I, I wasn't in the best environment. Um, before I went blind, I was a bartender and I partied a lot <laughs> and too. those were the people that I was hanging around um all the time and unfortunately they weren't reliable friends right. and i can't say all of them were like that but some of my very very best girlfriends that i've had for years they still have not reached out to me
2: yeah
3: so they and I, I really believe that it's just because they didn't know what to say or how to react mm-hmm. but that was probably the hardest part for me that i, I thought these people were my best friends Um, people that I would have done anything in the world for. They didn't reach out and that it took me a long time to understand that it wasn't me. That's their problem. That's something that's going on internally with them. Right. And it's just unfortunate because, and and don't get me wrong in the beginning. I mean, I was angry and I was mad. I was emotionally unstable. I was losing everything. Um, I mean, I would have tantrums like just, all kinds of things, Yeah, and I was, but I was of course upfront trying to hold it all together and make it seem like I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, until I would have a breakdown in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's a pride, that's an ego thing. And so at some point I had to let all of that go. So it was a good, you know, I wouldn't have wanted to really be around me either. Um, <laughs> going through all of that, but the thing is is that some of my friends didn't care. They showed up and they were not having the pity party. they're not they weren't having it. They're like, get up, this is not who you are. We're going to the gym, we're going outside. We're gonna go on the lake. like get, get over yourself, get up. And those those are the, are the, those are the friends I needed.
2: Yeah, and that's your support system now. Yes, yeah, yeah, that is the best. I'm the uh, just as an example, the first friend I told actually thought it was contagious and wouldn't stay in the same room as me but then I have another friend that said yeah you're not getting any pity from me you know I envy you right. <laughs> you can stay home all day I have to work so right. you know they they always they good friends do that and they want to learn and they want to know and I think my frustration comes from having to teach people basic empathy in public at their jobs. But I think yeah. teaching my friends and family is important. And I think that's where I have to let my pride go, you know?
3: Right. Right. Yeah. If it wasn't for my friends and my family members, I mean, I would probably lock myself inside. I wouldn't have gone through the healing process without them.
2: Right. Yeah. And how, how is, are you, are you in the city environment in Char- Are you in North Carolina?
3: Um, so I'm about 20 minutes outside of the city, but I'm in a smaller town. I'm in like the Lake Norman area. Um, okay. so there's a lake right up the street from me and there's a, a shopping center with like restaurants and bars, um, right across the street from me. Okay. So I'm in an active area, but I used to work around here. So I know a lot of the people around here and things. And I'm very comfortable with this area. Like I, I know yeah. the restaurant, like everything, like the back of my hand. I mean, That's I could what walk- I was
2: asking. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: is it yeah. so? Is it- is it an is it a friendly environment for you to move around with? You know.
3: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I love
2: that. And if I
3: run into people that know me or whatever, people will you know come right up to me and they they're they're helpful. But I do get the <laughs> people that are not used to it <laughs> that get really weird and they some people like I've been in um, like restaurant settings or bar settings where I'll be with some of my friends and they'll be like oh so and so's here and so and so's here but it looks like they don't they're avoiding you like they don't want you to know that they're here. Mm. They don't know how to act or say it. They don't know what to say. So like I said, that's that's for them. That's in, that's whatever's going on internally with them. That is not my problem. So
2: right. it doesn't
3: bother me anymore. In the beginning, it definitely hurt. But I mean, you, people make you feel like you're like a contagious disease or something. Like, yes. and it's not the case at all.
2: Right. So. And I just, I would say that for those friends of mine that are doing that all you have to do is say hey what's up right once you get into it it's 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 real easy to stay into it i'm a friendly person i'm a great communicator caitlin seems to be a great communicator and sounds really fun (laughs) it sounds like you have way more stories than what we're going to be talking about in this episode
3: i have so many stories so just ask anything you want i could probably relate to anything
2: I love it. And so now you're on a journey battling diabetes and you're educating anyone that wants to know at your site, def- uh, defeating diabetes. And yes. that is K and W the link is going to be in the description portion of this podcast. And so really I, I want people to check that out. I suffer with diabetes. I type two, I'm on okay. the border. So it's something that I've had to deal with too. And uh, let's see. Are you finding that rewarding the way that you're sharing and educating? Are you getting a response from all this?
3: Yes. Um, I think the most rewarding part for me, and don't get me wrong, like I don't make money doing this. I don't, no, I'm just not. out here sharing my journey with people. And there are people that have reached out to me that are not only I get the visually impaired people and I do get the diabetics that reach out to me and tell me Mm. how inspiring I am to them. But I have people that have reached out to me with addiction problems. I've had people that reached out to me that have just depression, anxiety problems. And I like the messages I get from people that are like, you just, you know, you changed my life. I had a girl that messaged me not that long ago and she said um, she struggled with depression um, and she's had a couple episodes in the past and she just said, you know, because of you, I got my first job that I've had in a long time. Um, I'm working out again, I'm eating healthy, I've lost a bunch of weight. And she's like, I just want to thank you for just being so honest about your life. Because, you know, I watch you every day. And I just said, if if, if this girl can do it, why can't I? And things like that, really, I mean, I follow people. Um, there was a girl that posted like, hey, I'm, I'm actually going to go off to rehab, you know, my life. Needs to change, blah, blah, blah. Here's the address if anyone wants to write me. I've met this girl a couple times in person. We're just social media friends, really. And, of wow. course, I wrote her in rehab. And, of course, like I'm writing in big Sharpie and it's like right. enormous because I can't see. But And I made it like five pages long. <laughs> and she she actually reached out a couple of months back and was like, um, I got a memory of when I got this mail from you from back when I was in rehab. And she's like, you were the only person that wrote me. My family didn't write me. Nobody. And she's like, and you don't even know me like that. And it was the nicest thing that's wow. ever happened
4: to me. And I was
3: like, I like, I just want to help others. I want them to know that they are needed. No matter what's going on in their life, you're still needed on this earth. You are still important. And I think people forget that. And I think that's why they sink into depression or they lock themselves inside or they get anxiety Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone's facing their own battles. We don't know everybody's story or what everybody's going through. So whatever I can do to just shine a little light in people's life.
2: Yeah. That's why I don't judge people that avoid me is because I know they have things going on in their life. Right. Right. And I, addiction, that's a whole nother story. And right. a, lot of, a lot of times with disability comes depression and anxiety and addiction. And yes, they're all tough things to battle, but everyone going through it should know that life is a flow and a journey and it's a moment in time. And it's something you have to experience to know that you don't want to experience that.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: Oh, and that's right. another
3: thing like getting my story out there. I don't want people to make the same mistakes I did. Like if mm. you can avoid it, please avoid it.
2: Yes. Like that's what this is. I've always said that's what it's about. If we can teach people that are about to go through the pitfall that we just stepped in, then they wouldn't step in it. And yeah. my favorite saying honestly, Caitlin, is if there if if we could do everything by ourselves, there'd only be one person on the planet, you know.
3: Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Yes. So
2: and so, do you have any tips? What have you learned? I, I started. Um, I use a speech, um, a speech reader. So I mm-hmm. just highlight the stuff on your website, and then I, and I listen to it. But unfortunately, I also have ADD, so I do fourteen things at once. But can you? you know, <laughs> I know you. You. You're on a journey. And um, you changed your diet, and I was listening to that. And I am really interested in a nutritional change to reduce the effects of diabetes. Do you have any any great tips for that?
3: Yeah. So, um, nice. no processed foods will change your life. Um, there was a saying, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but if it's if it's man-made, don't. It will not give you life, but if it's if it's like natural or if it's from the the earth or whatever, it'll it'll bring you life. It'll give you life. Oh. So the processed foods, the fast foods, eating out in restaurants, and not everything in restaurants is obviously unhealthy. But um, being cautious of what you're eating is huge. And I think a lot of that also has to do with like depression. Um, you get addicted to the processed foods because of the chemicals that they put in it, and um, and it you don't even realize it, but you, your body doesn't, you don't have energy. You want to just lay around. Um, but when you switch up your diet and you're putting, you know, veggies and fruits and, you know, just switching up like the different types of bread you're eating, um, pastas, if you just go for a more all natural whole grain, Mm -hmm. um, your body is going to have 10 times more energy and it's it's hard to do but you have to figure out the recipes and things that you like like I love making smoothies and the protein shakes and juicing if I can't get my if I can't get my fruits and veggies in for the day Mm. or if I'm traveling or whatever it is I'll go to a juice bar and I will drink a a natural pressed juice Mm. like whatever and they're they're delicious and that's the thing people are like oh there's spinach and apples and i'm like but if you taste it it's really good
2: yeah my favorite is spinach avocado pineapple and a little lime
3: see oh the lime and the pineapple is in almost everything i make i Mm. love it if you haven't
0: been to ken eddie's drive-in home of the big twin boy steak burger get going right away to the home of that sensational big twin boy steak burger
2: Mm. So how about you Kai
5: what, ma- the,
2: what makes a good man
5: Or if you're into
1: I mean I'm or, not or But person, I still feel friend, like, like I, I, I have Men in my life that I love Very good friends You know what I'm saying And I'm not really in intimate relationships with anybody But I still look for good qualities in people in Because people. I'm not going to spend my time with you at all If you suck right. Like, Yes so, <laughs> I mean I'm just being honest I don't have time for that anymore. Mm. No so for a good man, I would definitely say humility. I think one thing because I grew up, you know, in a southern state where men are very hyper masculine, you know, mm-hmm. you have to shotgun a beer and, and you know <laughs> just do all this stuff. I don't know, boy boy stuff.
2: <laughs> whatever just, men do, <laughs> whatever
1: whatever they do in their free time. But they're <laughs> always so loud and they always feel like they have to prove that they've got the biggest dick and they're just like, I'm such and honestly. <laughs> The men that I have found attractive are the soft spoken, hi, how yeah. are you? It's nice to meet you. Um, would you like a cup of tea? Good and you know a lot of hospitality. Like, oh, uh-huh. They're beta male bitches. And I'm like, they're just good people. I'm sorry, you suck. Right. They're just, right. they're just good people. So definitely humility.
2: Cause you, really just, mean, you just you just explained why i don't hang out with men <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm saying, I'm saying, it's so obnoxious i cannot do that stuff. i'm like you need to calm down yeah. you, no one has right. that much testosterone who are you performing for yeah. right right but also the support thing because i have had friends male and female when i talk to them about my hobbies like oh i, I really want to do music or i'm gonna start a podcast or i have mm-hmm. this thing that i enjoy well that's stupid why would you do that nobody's gonna mm-hmm. listen to it Guess what? I've been doing it for a year and I still really like it you yeah. know exactly like I don't That's have to outlet. right I don't have to be super passionate about your hobby but if I care about you and you care about this hobby I'm going to be supportive yeah, mm-hmm. I would match right. my energy
0: I always take the approach that my mom used to do whenever I wanted to do something that she like totally she did not 100% agree with but it was it wasn't dangerous and like mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. gonna hurt me at all she mm-hmm. just be like oh okay <laughs> that's it i wish
5: <laughs> like i get a whole oh. bunch of backlash and i get a whole bunch of arrows and uh, whatever you know
1: <laughs> i saw your tiktok today the and it made me sad because you were like what's it like to just be yourself around your parents and i was like yes. oh god i'll let you be yourself come hang out over here
3: <laughs> see and that's the one thing okay so like as much as like we had a as much as I said the things that I have about my mom I do love her she is the most probably top right and she's got the she is probably like my number one supporter out of everybody Mm -hmm. Uh, even like with my tiktok the whole thing Mm -hmm. like she knows she will if she could she would hand me a mic and throw me Mm -hmm. out in front of an audience and be like this is her this (laughs) is my daughter here she is (laughs) yeah and she would like Will
5: Smith with Jada Pinkett on the red carpet
3: I mean, yeah, and then, <laughs> and my dad is the opposite, who's like, you know, you got to stop thinking this TikTok thing is going to be something. Like, you got to really start thinking about going back to school. Like, mm-hmm. you have to, you know, get your shit together, blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah, you're not wrong, but, like, you don't also know, like, that school is not for me. So, like, stop it's, thinking it's that so that's, hot. it's going to, like, if I sign up, I'm going to drop out. Why would I do exactly. it? Why would I even you know, sign why up? Why would I
5: waste the money, the time? Look, I didn't try school twice. I was like, it hey, is this ain't for me.
1: That's the yeah, whole thing in itself. Thing. My mom's still telling me that. She's like, you know, if you don't go to school, you're never going to get a good career. And I'm like, listen, student loan debt. I would rather not, honestly, right. have a career. If I- I'm not trying to be 58, paying off $2,000 a month in student loan debt. I'm not going to exactly. do it. I refuse For, this, for it. this regular-ass job. I, like, right. Some people still end up at a regular-ass job after that. I'm saying. And I'm like, I know a lot of people, you know, they're going to judge me for that. And they're going to be like, well, mm-hmm. that's a dumb decision. But hey, you yeah. know what? I had a one year I, of college and I just paid off mm-hmm. my debt and I'm not, I'm not doing it no more. I'm done. I did three years in college, $30,000 in debt. Thank
0: oh. God
5: my dad paid it. Right. Cause if, I, if my dad didn't pay, it, I don't, Oh Jesus.
3: Yep,
5: that's <laughs> a victory. Yeah, it's, it's the whole, yeah. I just, I hate this narrative that people are like, you gotta go to school. There's so many people out here who made it and never, never went to school.
0: There's so many. It's not for everybody. It's just not right. I'm kind of like in in the middle of schooling. I've been, I have done like f- three or four years, but I've been doing a music program and the music program is full of credits. It's like, so like a normal average semester, right? Is like four classes, which could be like 12 credits. Mm-hmm. That's like a full semester, right? Mm-hmm. The music program is about, 16 to 18 credits a semester if you you take all your courses that you're quote unquote supposed to take in the semester Mm -hmm. and none of us ever do that because that's too much so Mm -hmm. students always end up in school way longer because we spread out that shit because it's. Mm -hmm. so I'm at a point where I don't I'm like two classes away from my AA which both of those classes are math classes because
5: mm-hmm. uh, I hate Oh, math. God, don't give me a math. Oh, God. <laughs> Same. I cannot, I cannot pass a math class and save my life. Okay. Uh-uh.
0: I don't, I'm actually, I don't have any debt because I went through school through um, the Division of Blind Services. Mm-hmm. And they just pay for everything. The right. only. Mm-hmm. They only, um, if I would have gone to, like, a private school, then they would pay up to whatever the state average tuition is and then I would have had to pay the rest mm-hmm. but I w- I went to a community college because I knew it would be cheaper and right. so I didn't pay for anything books mm-hmm. tuition nothing and as long as I go to a public university to finish my degree I won't have to pay for anything but I'm kind of in mm-hmm. limbo right now <laughs> I haven't taken a class in forever mm-hmm. everybody's on me about when I'm taking my next class and like I just I am so bad at math and I've already failed it. Like mm-hmm. and I know that if I fail it again, I'll have to pay out of state fees and they're not going to cover mm-hmm. that. I just,
4: right.
0: I hate math.
5: <laughs> I hate math too. But um, speaking of like support and like Kate, you were saying like your mom would just like throw you out there. Like I like, and Kai, you were saying that you feel bad cause I can't be myself by my mom. So She was, when I had zero followers, my mom was following me, right? Mm -hmm. In order, I would not post any videos because I know my mom would judge me, right? Mm. I had to block her. Then I felt comfortable making videos. Then I started making videos and I started getting the following and then I unblocked her.
3: Mm -hmm. Like I literally
5: couldn't do it. Until I knew she wasn't looking, and even now, and now she thinks she runs my TikTok. I love my oh, mother. No. My mother does absolutely everything for me, but the emotional, she just don't got it. <laughs> she like right emotionally. Right. They all have some tormentor. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, and it, it's like I just needed to be able to post without knowing my mom was watching and judging because she would call me as soon as I posted. Like, what was that? Oh my god! And everybody <laughs> else was like, oh, that was great. You know, and I'm like, well, everybody else liked it. Uh, Right. It's like when it comes to me, she's, like, super judgmental. Because I feel like she doesn't see me as Brittany. She sees me as her junior.
1: Right, like an extension of herself. Yes.
3: I have, uh, Brittany, I understand that. Like, okay, so I can, now, in front of the like my parents, my parents are so opposite. Like my mom is completely opposite of my dad and my stepmom. My mm-hmm. dad and my stepmom are very; they're more like conservative, old school. Mm-hmm. My mom, though, I mean, I can act a fool, but like I, I just don't act. I'm not one thousand percent my. I'm not mm-hmm. one thousand percent comfortable in 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 person around both both, mm-hmm. but like social media wise. I'll post anything. My mom doesn't judge me. She'll be like, "Oh, you did this, whatever." Sometimes she mm-hmm. likes to throw critiques in that I don't ask for, but whatever. Exactly. Um, like I did but, all parents do that. Every <laughs> parent is like. <laughs> but I will say, as much as my dad also supports me, especially when it comes like financially and just like helping out with mm-hmm. whatever I, you know things like that. Um, mm-hmm. if he saw half of my TikToks, he would probably bitch me out. Yeah, my... And, like, my... That's another thing. I'm very (laughs) cautious of what I post on my Facebook page because my stepmom, they, she, my stepmom watches my, some of my stuff, like my workout videos and things, because Mm -hmm. I'm very cautious because she's only on Facebook. But I know people are telling her what they see on my TikTok because my dad finds out and Mm -hmm. he'll call me and and it'll be like, and I'm like, what? Like, I am, Mm -hmm. um, I am almost 29 years old. Right. If you Mm -hmm. you, don't watch it then. I didn't ask for your support. I don't need it, and I didn't ask for it. And it seems to be working out for me just fine. (laughs) Mm
5: -hmm. Mm -hmm. My father is super... Both my parents are like prudes. They're both super conservative. Like, even that they're not together anymore. Like, my stepdad, my mom, just found another very conservative person. They're, like, super religious and all that stuff. My Mm -hmm. dad, not so much religious. He does believe, but he's not, like, super into it. Yeah. But he's very conservative, so he would mm.
1: probably shit bricks if he saw my, That's
5: <laughs> if what I was thinking, we post some like, sexy
1: story times sometimes, you know. Yes,
5: and then like my mom, she sees my story times and stuff, in, like the Gemini story time, like she's like, "I'm so su- I can't take it anymore." And I'm like, "Don't fucking look,
4: I'll watch." It's my page. She's then. like,
5: "Could you please stop posting about sex?" I'm thirty. I'm <laughs> fucking. <laughs>
4: Right, I am right,
5: right, <laughs> like, get over it. Like, she's like, I just I can't take it. Didn't unfollow me. Like, I don't know, don't to
1: look say.
2: at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will to, say, tell them to go <laughs> listen to and subscribe because there is some stuff in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just oh <my> we, god. <laughs> we need to start up
2: for the podcast portion of this, but we can continue with the live stream if you want. Oh, crap, really?
3: What? Oh my yes. god, it's
5: 411. What,
2: right?
1: That's wild. What do we do that? Hi.
3: Hi, what it, what do you want, if anybody in the world could listen to this, what would you want to share with them just about yourself, about your, just anything that you want to put out there? It doesn't matter what it is, what it's about. What do you, uh, tell people about your podcast or to anything, anything that you want to share with people, if anyone in the world could hear it. Oh, okay. Um,
1: I am somebody, especially right now, who's very interested in self-improvement self-awareness. That goes for me and everyone else around me. A lot of my episodes lately have been about that. So I feel like, I don't know. um, I'm a very laid back person, but I can also be rather intense. So I guess if you are going to consume my content, just be wary because I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't even know what I'm Right, <laughs> like it, could, it could go either way it's so funny because my TikTok is so small and I don't even mm-hmm. know how you guys noticed me so when I was approached by you Brittany I was like oh my god like <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know you, you stitched one of my videos and then I was like who is this
5: I was like wrapping gifts for Christmas
1: oh yeah <laughs> I was like who is this
5: girl and I just I was I was hooked ever since
0: I don't remember oh. how I found you, Kai, but I remember, and I, I, I've i told this story so many times. But when I found her, whatever video it was, was hilarious. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. So I, I clicked your little name, and then you only had like 60 followers at the time. And I was like, what? I was like, the internet is. No way this <laughs> girl has 60. I was. Nope. So- <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, no, I need to like, so I did a video like shouting you out. And I was like, mm-hmm. what do you know about her? This is ridiculous. And I was yeah.
1: just- <laughs> that was the story I was going to tell when you guys were talking about mm-hmm. your parents and your TikToks. My mom is so supportive of me. She is, I love her. I love her. I love her. But this is so funny. So I was, I was really happy. I was like, oh my God, mom, you know, this TikToker, she gave me a shout out. And I think it's really nice. I didn't mm-hmm. expect the woman to go and download the TikTok app. Yeah. I, was just <laughs> I was just saying, hey, mama, I got a shout out. Be proud of me. So she gets right. the TikTok. She calls me. I'm like, hey, mama, how's it going? She goes, I love you. And I think you're funny and smart. And cool, but these TikToks are ass.
3: <laughs> <laughs> said, Wait a
1: minute. Hold on. She said, I'm just saying, I don't understand how you got the shout out. And don't get me wrong. I think you're great. I think your podcast is great. But Jesus, these TikToks are lacking. How did you get <laughs> as many followers as you got? I said, honestly, mama, I don't know. I don't know. But well, Kai, I
5: what, what is your your podcast, your social media handles?
1: So my podcast is called Unsubscribe. Um, if anyone looks for it and don't know which one it is, it's got the logo with like the, it's like unsubscribe, it's just, uh, but it's like green and, it's green and blue. Yeah. blue and purple, you know, those colors. Um, my Instagram is Wilhelm scream for the win, but I don't really use Instagram. So I guess that really doesn't matter a whole lot. And then my Mm -hmm. TikTok is Kaya's fly and I do not have an upload schedule or a niche. I literally just post when I get bored. So
2: (laughs) Love that! And by the way, if anybody wants to look at the live stream description or the podcast description, they'll find links to all of our hosts on Instagram, TikTok, and the unsubscribe merch link as well as the podcast link.
1: Oh my god, you guys know yes. that? Yeah, <laughs> saw, saw it. Oh, I'm I
2: looking that. at ordering the. We hundred. do our it's research, awesome.
1: darling. Oh my God. Support, yeah As soon support. as you said there was some stuff in there, I was like, wait, you know about the stuff in my because I told Chai mm. that I, I gotta make sure my language is okay. I don't say nothing too offensive because some of the stuff I would be saying.
0: <laughs> hey,
2: wait,
0: we don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah. You should hear my mouth, girl. Yeah, it's
3: the whole day. <laughs> Seriously. Well, like, I've been on the podcast with you guys for a while. We're so glad that you you joined. I think this like the conversation was awesome, but I'm glad Thank that you too. yeah. Yeah, you were able to do this with us. Thank you so much for
1: having me. I cannot believe I was that's awesome. I'm so happy to be here.
2: Oh, well, we're not done with you yet, but we're You're gonna find to out back. where we're gonna find out where people can find to. uh shy, Brittany, and Kate. Yeah, Kate. Okay. So,
0: shy at not so shy on literally everything, and that's NOT at what? Yeah, NLT S O had a little mini stroke
2: there. X-H-Y. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: oh um so i am three underscores blind beauty underscore on instagram and tiktok and i just realized guys i went to youtube the other day i'm just blind beauty yeah, there's no, no spaces. i didn't realize there was no underscores but yeah so just blind beauty on youtube and three underscores oh. blind beauty underscore on tiktok and instagram kate
3: um and i'm caitlin wackerman on tiktok And you can find me on Instagram at Kate Wack. It's K-A-T-E for my name. So yeah. Okay. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love that and we are we are inspirations beyond disabilities you can find the uh live stream on public access America's page because the zoom doesn't let me put it onto the inspirations beyond disabilities YouTube page which we're mm-hmm. just starting to work on people have to realize we're, we're about six episodes in we're a new podcast mm-hmm. but we are working mm-hmm. on the infrastructure we're working on an Instagram uh-huh. an Instagram page and an email and and, an email and all that fun stuff stuff so just be patient with us don't be the haters be the lovers be the inspiration okay don't be an innovator. The screen you know don't be, <laughs> be an innovator <laughs> and tune in every Thursday to the podcast or every Wednesday unless we have a special guest like Kai <laughs> <laughs> and that's it thanks for listening we'll see y'all later Deuces. Awesome. And now we're back just for exclusive live stream content hey. when, where we all swear as much as we can as fast as welcome we can. to the premium <laughs> 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 YouTube <at> the dark. <laughs> I love it. and I did want to I did want to talk about that how a lot of people want to get involved with the podcast and we are just still Mm -hmm. setting up and we are a bunch of blind people, although we have talents that exceed most Mm. visual people's, (laughs) you know, facts. Right. And I just wanted, I wanted to ask Kai, because I'm, I'm a podcaster as well. What, what are some of the things that you encountered that were a struggle for you in creating a podcast that you overcame?
1: Well, let's see. Um, I was definitely, you know, honestly, I'm not sure I've really had, I mean, except for the fact that I'm absolute ass with technology.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh my (laughs)
1: God. But like, I don't know when it comes to the actual podcast side of things, I was very much like, this is my story. I'm going to tell my story. Nobody's going to, because, you know, I kind of spent my whole life being told to like, not talk, not play the victim, which I don't play the victim, but I feel like we do all at least deserve a minute to just feel and I love my mother so much, but one thing she never really gave me was just a minute to feel,
2: mm. you know.
1: So sometimes in my podcast, I will be like, "Hey, you know, sometimes shit sucks," yeah. <laughs> you know. Um,
2: well, that's so the I point, was, and then how you get through it—that's that's why people listen. But like with for me, I hate writing the descriptions. You know what I mean? It's oh just a chapter God. list of what's been said because I and I I don't know I don't. I tell people some things, sometimes it's a blind thing. Sometimes it's a man thing. And sometimes it's just a klutz thing. You know, <laughs> it's, right. I mean, it's not Writing always blind.
1: <sighs> I don't even know. Like, honestly, my descriptions. Hopefully nobody reads them because I, I barely write them. <laughs> like, I don't I never know what to say, especially because we just kind of talk about random things. So right. what, in this episode, Shy and I talk about things. listen to us talk about things on the podcast like i there's really not much i feel like i can say and then like you know a lot of people go above and beyond and they're like here are links where you can you know i don't do all that i i should but i don't
2: like
0: i'm not so i can't
2: i I have a note with all the links in it so it makes a paragraph look like a whole lot when i copy and paste
1: (laughs) oh i should do that i should just have like one note with all the links in one go yeah. I forgot to mention my Mighty Mug, guys.
2: Mighty Mug. Oh, my mug. God. Did you get the Mighty, Mighty
5: mug? mug? Yep. I got the glass. It's, it's, it's a stemless wine glass, but Dude. I put everything but wine in it. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Dude, I was listening to that. I was like, I need to get me a Mighty Mug. And I started adding yeah, them all to the cart. And
5: then I realized they were like $20 movie. each. That
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I, I got a
5: set of three for
0: $25. Yeah. What? Oh. Are in sets, they're in sets yeah. of, yeah. Oh, it's the mugs themselves, like the mugs and mm-hmm. the t- are individual, but the glass, mm-hmm.
5: are- yeah. I like to just walk past the table and just slap it for no reason. Just That's what I I I'm
0: saying.
3: The <laughs> <laughs> And sons.
1: Call dude 3231. Robert Gibb and
3: Sons. We work in the most efficient way.
0: We're at your service every day. Just call Robert
3: and In
1: Fargo.
4: For example, you know, with the whole issue that I had with Lyft, people i mm-hmm. I even had people saying that that oh well. Well, you know, they they probably thought you were joking because you didn't specify that you were legally blind. I'm like, do you make people say that they're, like, legally in a wheelchair? They're legally deaf? Like, come on.
2: Right. Yeah, get it, I, Get out of here. I have a friend. I don't call him legally fat, but I also don't make him walk <laughs> 10 miles, miles a day right. with me, you know?
4: Right.
2: So, yeah, let's get into that because that's what I—that's why I reached out to you because, man, I almost cried because this happened to me at an airport with like a phone on 5%. Aww. It's happened to me at Walgreens where the sun is so bright I can't read my phone. And so, thanks. man, I really felt for you. And I love that you did a follow-up story, a follow-up TikTok, by the way, to explain that everything did work out thanks to people. Yeah. But what? Ha- tell me what happened.
4: So, um, you know, I had gone out to do some, uh, shopping, um, I just needed some new clothes and all that, but that doesn't matter. Just running typical errands. And at the end I got really thirsty and really drained. Uh, that's part of my eye condition. It can also affect like my energy levels and hormones and blood sugar and all that. So anyways, mm. I went to Starbucks. I didn't want to spend the money, but I decided to go get uh, a chai tea anyways, mm. So, I got my tea, and while I was in there, um I ordered a lift ride back home because i I, I mean, I, I do take the bus sometimes, but I actually hurt my back a couple weeks ago, so I was just gonna take a lift home. Um, so anyways, uh, I got my drink and I went out in front of Starbucks. and this is like a very like easy to find area. It's very open. The cars can drive right, you know right up to the basically, Mm-hmm. the front area, the front walkway where all the stores are. Um, so I'm waiting out there and it says my driver has arrived and I don't, I don't know where he is. I don't hear anybody calling my name. I don't hear any cars stopping in front of me or anything. And there's cars everywhere. So it's not like, even if I knew the color, like what am I supposed to do? Walk up to every car in the parking lot. So I call the guy, I call the guy and I'm like, Hey, look, I, I, you know, I'm blind. I'm standing out in front of Starbucks here with my white cane. Can you just pull up and, you know, find me or let me know you're here. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, okay. Okay. I'll do that. You know, he agrees. And so I hang up the call and like, I'm like, I'm not finding him. I'm so, if he's here, where is he? You know, cause right. I don't hear anybody calling my name or anything. So I called him back and I explained the situation again, basically repeated exactly what I said. I'm like, look, I'm right here in front of Starbucks. I got a white cane. I like repeated myself. I'm like, I got my shopping bag, you know, like, um, and I was getting a little frustrated at this point because I kind of like felt that it was going to happen. Right. Um, I felt that he was going to leave me. And then anyways, so I, he said, okay, I'll come find you. And then he hangs up. And I, I, like I said, I had the suspicion. So I sent him a text message in the app and he responded, okay. And, um, and then I screenshotted it and then basically he just left. It just, I, I, I can't tell if he can't like why he canceled or whatever. It doesn't tell me that. I don't know, but he was just gone and it did not direct me to another driver. Right. It was just, he just left. And I was so upset, like, honestly, I, you know, people say I overreacted, but like, that's, there's no, I, it wasn't, it wasn't hard to find. There was no excuse. It was broad daylight. I had a cane. Like I was mm-hmm. right there out in the open. There's not even cars parked in front of me. I know because I'm familiar with this area yeah. <clears throat> and it was just so hurtful. I honestly like had a meltdown right there. I just kind of threw my drink on the ground, threw everything on the ground and sat there and just cried because it hurt. It hurt so much. Yeah. And it ha it happens more often than people think. And that day, considering the pain I was in and how cold it was outside, it just really hurt me to the core.
2: Yeah. And people have to understand. It's not like you get a notification when they cancel. It's just, you're standing there waiting for a ride that isn't coming.
4: Yeah. You, you know, control- and it's like, it's not like he it's not like he canceled on the way here like something else came up it said he arrived right i literally got the notification that he was here and because um also another thing that i didn't add in the video that happened was when i was on the phone with him saying i was in front of starbucks he said that he was parked in front of starbucks it's like okay cool but i can't see you so
2: yeah i'm standing right here if you're (laughs) right there
4: and you know that's another thing you know i got i got a um, lot of hateful comments and a lot of um people bullying me in the comments of that video just because I didn't specify every single little detail of what happened because I was in an emotional state. Like, come on guys, this is TikTok, not not a court of law. Get get out of here. Get over exactly.
2: yourself. Exactly. I totally understand. So you use you use Lyft on your phone, right? Is it is it yeah. voice voice command? Do you use an Apple that way?
4: Um it's I mean it works with voiceover, not necessarily the map, but
2: Right. Like on, on my phone, I say, Siri, get me a ride home. You know what I mean? Or yeah, I, can
4: say, I, I haven't set it up to do that. I'm kind of, I'm sorry. I'm honestly a little bit behind with the technology thing. Okay. I get, um, I have people giving me tips all the time because I'm just not with it.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to get tips too. This is new being, um, being proud to be blind. Usually I'm trying to do my best to look normal in public and so now i'm just learning i just got this app seeing ai and it reads things on the
3: i love that app
2: yeah me too and now i know which which nasal spray i'm buying so it's fantastic to me (laughs) that's great but so it's it's hard when you i i i got stood up twice at the airport and it never told me they canceled but they just canceled and then suddenly i'm just stranded on an island and it's really hard to see my phone and so and it's hard to get another ride if you don't know that he canceled. And so would you have you ever put any thought into what Lyft and Uber could do? Cause I like to end on positives, you know, there's a problem, is there a yeah. solution? Is do you have you ever thought of anything that might help that we could you talk know, to them about?
4: I it's hard to say because unfortunately I feel like there's not a lot that can be done until Um, there's actual like real penalties for people Mm. discriminating against people with disabilities. And it's frustrating because, you know, if if people commit acts of like racism or or homophobia, you know, they lose their, they they lose everything. It seems like, you know, but people get away with ableism and, and doing horrible things to people with disabilities all the time and they don't get any, they just get a slap on the wrist.
2: Yeah. I looked up the Uber, um, policies on this and there is no policies for blind individuals they have a program um vehicles with wheelchair accessible vehicles and they're really proud of that but they don't have any there's no penalties or there's yeah like you said there's no penalty for a driver that does that and there's no recourse there's no recourse for us at that point you know what i mean yeah
4: and It's frustrating because it's not like there's no like feature to report a driver for discriminating against you. And it's hard to do that anyways, because if they cancel, they just don't show up in your history. But I did want to touch on something. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people ask like, oh, well, isn't there, isn't there an option on Lyft or Uber to say it's like mark that you're visually impaired in your profile or have it automatically send that to your driver. Right. And I, first of all, no, there's not. And I do not think there should be because it's not that driver's business, what my medical information is, because That's right. uh, what I require is reasonable accommodation. And honestly, it's none of their business until they show up to get me. Right. And honestly, like it makes me uncomfortable that people would want, me to disclose my disability to random people? Because like, what if they're not, what if they have bad intentions? You know, like what if, what if someone's like, oh, look a blind girl and they get their creepy friend to come get, to come pick me up, you know, like, no, yeah. I'm not, I'm not down for that.
2: I'm not down with that either. I, I want to be treated just like everybody else is. I shouldn't. And that's part of my issue is I don't feel like I should have to train people at work, but I'm willing to um, help my friends learn about me. And right. that's that's something new. I'm losing my pride when it comes to my trusted circle, but I'm right. getting really frustrated at doctors' offices and restaurants and grocery stores. <laughs> yeah.
4: You know, I, I was actually at a store uh business recently and um uh an employee was working with the lady helping me and like the cashier helping me. And uh-huh. she told her, she's like, okay, you know, when you hand her, her when you hand her the ID back, make sure that you put it in front of her and tell you where tell her where you put it. She also said when you give her the change back to make sure you count it and hand it to her individually. And I like almost cried and I was like, can you know,
2: I, can't, I was like, right? it's so
4: simple, you know, but like most retail employees just don't get it.
2: Or they don't want to. And
4: another thing is they also, she also told that employee to hand me the receipt separately, which people don't get like, I don't want to put the receipt in with my money. And then I'm scrambling to get out of the line, trying to organize myself so that I'll be able to find it later.
2: Right, because it's slightly embarrassing. And there's these easy easy things. At the doctor's office, the nurse always says, well, can I fill out this form? And I say, well, they'll fill it out in the office for me. Well, can't your friend do it? Well, He's a driver. He drove me right. He's nothing more than a driver to me when it comes to you. He might be my best friend. But that doesn't mean I want to tell him there's problems going on with every issue of my body, you know what I mean? Right.
4: You know, I've had that issue. I mean, I even went to... <laughs> I even went to the ophthalmologist recently and they're like, Oh, do you have anybody to help you with the paperwork? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I showed up alone. Didn't I? Right. I have my, like, I have my full on white cane with Christmas lights standing there, like having to have them pointed at all, you know, where I need to sign. Like, no, I don't have help. I need your help. <laughs> Please help me. Cause it's honestly like it's, if I do it myself, like maybe I could use technology and figure it out, but mm-hmm. it's probably going to take me longer than the actual appointment
2: right that's what i tell people by the way is that yes i can do it and it takes me two hours to do what you can do in two minutes and so sometimes Mm -hmm. if you're around and you say do you need help with something yeah here here's a random Mm -hmm. task that'll take me two hours but it'll take you two minutes (laughs) right and you mentioned something about your friend shared you a link from marketplace you know and i just had a friend on a side note i just say that again
4: sorry I said it was Craigslist, but it's, Craigslist,
2: yeah. right, right. And I had a friend. I'm looking for something, and he sent me about ten links in a row, and I and I I took a moment and I said, thank you. Can we pause there because I'll, I'll look at it in a little bit? But that's a lot of reading for me. And he was like, yeah, no problem. I'm sorry. And I was like, nope, don't be sorry. Just understand what's going to happen because of what you did. You know. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, I feel that actually because I have some friends that will kind of blow up my phone with links and just random stuff, and I'm like, "Whoa, dude! I gotta set a boundary." Like, I don't mean to be rude, but it's this is kind of overwhelming to me.
2: Yeah. Yes, yeah, right. We we it, it takes time. It takes time for this stuff. So, I really appreciate that, and I think that's um, something that we could let sighted know, cited people know. Please don't overwhelm us with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, there is websites and stuff that I can just highlight and then hit speak and listen.
4: Oh, for sure. And I can, you know, like I said, I have voiceover as well. But, you know, sometimes even using voiceover can be kind of frustrating, like, you know, because you can't just tap on things. You got to double click and swipe and it gets old. Mm -hmm. Not gonna Mm -hmm. lie.
2: Yeah, and plus, while I, while it's reading to me, I'm doing I'm doing other things now. I'm on
4: right, and you know? you know, like people assume that you know people that our environment is always quiet. Like I'm sorry, it's not. I have birds. It's not always quiet. Yeah,
2: yeah, no. And for, the truth is, is, there's so many mufflers around me. It's driving me insane. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> so, on a, on on something that was important that I think. I wasn't going to discuss, but it just came up today. Pete Buttigieg was named transportation director and uh, Joe Biden gave a speech and Pete gave a speech and I was listening for just one word and it was disability because to us, transportation, I think is, is huge. And they were talking about transportation in the form of racial equity. And it really Bugged me, and I, I wanted to say no offense to the BLM movement, but I think transportation is more of our issue, and we're willing yeah. to stand with you, but stand with us on this. and And they didn't mention dis- disabilities at all in the transportation discussion that was so frustrating Mm -hmm. to me and i just wanted to get that on the record
4: (laughs) that really frustrates me too you know and i don't want you know people to get the wrong impression like i'm not like like i I don't support people of color or something like that but i mean like i don't know how many people of color just have people just turn around and leave them because they're you know they have darker skin like people literally show up and just leave when they find out i'm blind
2: Right, that's the thing, and I'm sure taxis used to do that in those communities. And I'm not taking away. Oh from yeah,
4: that. I don't doubt that.
2: But you know, the thing is, is that disabled people were minorities too. I mean, some yes. of us, some of us are black and Asian and tall and yes. short and fat. You no, know, and, and that's something. Mm, sorry, no, go on that's ahead.
4: That's something I wanted to touch on. You know, it's frustrating because some people you know they they they're so comfortable and so willingly supportive of which you know they should be supporting of minorities like people of color and the lgbt community and Mm -hmm. you know people of certain you know religious groups you know all that but um they are quick to just kind of shit on people with disabilities and the thing is is for example you might never you might never be black in your life you might never be gay in your life uh, you might never be transgender in your life, but you always have the potential to become disabled in your life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time.
0: To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can.
2: And to all the- sunshine rain, rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it
1: will
0: beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently. If you're you, you, nobody is going to hit as hard as life.
2: Ask not. Yes, we you can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream.
5: Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the
3: content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad.
5: It's a depression. It's in a this depression. lifetime, you
3: don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself.
5: But
0: it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done.
2: Welcome welcome. to public access publish America. America.
3: Yes, we
2: can. Sunday live streams streams on YouTube.
3: I wanted to run out of that tunnel
2: for my dad. On Twitter. Twitter Apple Podcasts. Podcasts, Stitcher Stitcher Smart Radio. radio, radio, Public and Spotify. Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History History in the making. Making 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 history in the making.